friends said that I kept saying, just leave me here for two more minutes. And then I woke up in the apartment. It's more of just that I got fucked and passed out. Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 275. My name is Colin Mahern, and with me this week, there's several things he likes doing. He likes walking, so his husband and him enjoy going walking when they can. It's Mike Harridan. Howdy, folks. Uh, Again, with the howdy, Mike, you're killing me here. He enjoys (laughs) cooking, which has a benefit because you get to eat it as well as make it. He has over 150 cookbooks. It's Josh Wise. Hey, hello, everyone. All right, boys, go on. I know it's a niche one this week. Oh, my God. I haven't a scoop. It's a niche It's a niche one because I was struggling about 10 minutes beforehand. However, if I'm... Look, I'm just going to tell you because... He I, likes walking with his husband. Uh, yeah, and also enjoys cooking. Has over 150 cookbooks. I left out the main thing that made Twitter go ablaze. So, Theresa May was... Uh, chatting with uh, some group in Newcastle and she was asked how she unwinds and she said she enjoys walking and she enjoys <laughs> enjoys cooking as well and also she said she turned to the crowd and she was like I enjoy and she kind of paused and she was like D- do you know this it's an American TV show I enjoy NCIS and I was oh. like, <laughs> like what <laughs> if you could pick a television show for Theresa May to watch it's NCIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the most boring, <laughs> procedural, procedural, just routine shit. Ironic, actually, because nothing <laughs> seems to be going according to procedure for her at the minute. Well, so, that, yeah. that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's comforting then. Maybe it's you know she's like, "There's my boy, LL." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and is Chris, is Chris O'Donnell still in it? Yes, I believe he is. Yes. Well, yes, I know I think it was he the, is. T- the two of them were the. And well, yeah, is, 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 NCIS, NCIS isn't like CSI in so, that there are different things. Is it? It's just NCIS think, is the yeah, I, yeah. CSI changes its skin every. How, it's like a lizard; it sheds yeah. its skin. And it's mm. many, yeah, NCIS is just NCIS, right? Yeah, uh, I, I like the New York just, one. That's about. Is, hang on a second. You're so I thought it was, but I thought it was just NCIS. Yeah, like is that because is, is oh. it CSI is the one that changes loads? Yeah, maybe. Oh God, oh. it's been so long. Maybe CSI is the one. Yeah, CS- in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah. You NCIS like- is the one in the water. Yes. That's yeah, because you had, yes. no, you had like yes. CSI Miami, CSI New York. Yeah, and that's, that's a different television oh, show. Right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On to the news this week. And this is hot off the presses, actually, a time of recording. Hot being the operative works. Uh, very much so in this studio, <laughs> anyway, at least. Uh, so I think this broke last night, early this morning. Yeah. There is something called the Xbox Scarlet. Two mm. things, I should say, really. Two mm. things, yeah. And they will be out in 2020. According to a report, uh, I got the name of the guy earlier, but I don't have it here now, but it was uh, on Thurrus. Was it Sam? I think it yes. was. I have that yeah. in my head. Um, so, yeah, so he reports that uh, the, the console... Uh, that Phil Spencer mentioned during E3, the Xbox 2, the Xbox 
whatever whatever it, <laughs> whatever it be. will be called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are apparently two of them and it will be out in 2020 and it's all about the power of the cloud, Mike Harridance, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, they are. Uh, well, we're going to be bringing out two versions of it. Apparently a regular hardware version like an Xbox, as we have now with Xbox One, mm-hmm. and the cloud variation, which is apparently going to be a cheaper option, and it's also further along in development than the traditional hardware model. Yeah, yeah. they're pushing that yeah. harder than the... Yeah, yeah, which is not really surprising, considering, like, well, I mean, how many years have people been saying, like, oh, you know, traditional hardware is dead, the cloud is the future, and obviously, like, with them bringing two out, it looks like, you know, okay, we've reached this kind of with the next generation we've kind of reached this level where we are going to slowly be transitioning to the cloud so mm. but for now we have two models but yeah it's clear where yeah it's like they've got one foot on either side of it yeah exactly. it's like that time that ubisoft released that assassin's creed game for 360 and the one on next gen because they mm. weren't yeah they were like <laughs> ready to make the leap but they thought well we'll keep people happy as best we can are yeah. we ready to make the leap like this is, I know, I know uh, it's two years away, but mm. this sounds very similar to what Microsoft was touting when they first revealed the Xbox One. Yes. It was sort of a cloud-based future. You'll be yeah. downloading all your games. The world lost the plot because of places <laughs> like Middle America, where yeah. they have shit internet, and, and places so around. Good. I mean, places in my this house. country, <laughs> Mike's, Mike's, house. Mike's yeah. house as well. <laughs> like they're. Are we at that stage? It's, it's, I don't think so. And I think because it's such a massive infrastructure thing to get to get the bandwidth. Because the thing is, you can kind of do it now, right? Like you, uh, you can load up PlayStation now and it'll work, in quote marks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, you know, the little sort of screen fuzz that it has, the lag that it... It's like you need it to be absolutely flawless. Yeah. And from, from what yeah. I can tell... Like we're not there now, and the you, you'd need like minimum of like I don't know twenty five meg or something like mm-hmm. that to get it like completely. Yeah, because you can't have any. Or more like, than that, I don't. You yeah, know. you can't have any kind of lag or interference with that kind of thing. It does need to be pristine. I mean, I can't even bloody. I know it's not really the same thing, but I couldn't even bloody run remote play on my Vita. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. just from my point of view, there's no way I'm ready. Well, it, it. <laughs> it sounds similar to what Google are doing with the Yeti, or at least. The, the rumoured to be doing rumoured to be Yeti. doing yes although I, I mean I think yeah Google is uh, I say better placed in the Google already have Google Fibre so they already have like an infrastructure option mm. that they can in, in places like Iowa and Kansas but with Microsoft, uh, uh, some prove me wrong, they don't have any kind of like c- cable service, fiber service, so they have to rely on third parties for that, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm getting yeah. like awful acid flashbacks of that time. That was it. Was it Ken Kutaragi when he said that the the, the Vita would be partnering with AT and T? Got that massive, yes, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, how much do you trust your provider? Yeah. I guess. Kaz Harai. Kaz Harai. Sorry, that was I the just one. That was the one. Yeah, no, well <laughs> yeah, remembered. Kaz, yeah. Well, it's, I, I don't know, I, I, I think that, sure, it's in two years and the, like, you know, the, like you mentioned Google Fiber mm. and a lot of places now have broadband capability and like I yeah. myself at home, I have, what is it, I think it's 50 down and 10 up. And do you I hit think? that, like, reliably? Is it, is it, you know, because they always say it's up to. It's reliable enough but fair probably not reliable enough for this do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, sure, you, you sure. need it to be fucking bang on as you said you need it to yeah. be consistent and uh, 
And for that, it's like as good as their dream is, as good as it sounds, it's like it's not going to fall down to Microsoft. It's going to fall down to, you know, Mm -hmm. whomever your provider is. Like, I, you know, but I, I think it's we're, we're definitely closer to, to oh, that yeah. point than we were Not five, saying, five, six years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when are they? Yeah, are they yeah. Is this for, for twenty twenty? They're 2020, saying twenty twenty. Yeah. I mean, maybe so. Maybe so. It's another two years if it keeps if it keeps getting better and better for two years. May, maybe so. But it wouldn't. I'm guessing from your reaction and the internet service at your house, Mike. <laughs> That it wouldn't be something <laughs> that you would be overly pleased with currently. Because it must be yeah. said that, yeah, there are two versions of this Xbox Scarlet, apparently, supposedly. The one being the, the cloud-based streaming service and the other being a, a traditional home console. Yeah. So it does give people options, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, yeah, since you brought my, um, me up, yeah. I mean, for me, I would probably go for the traditional model, definitely. At least for the way things are at the moment. I mean... My, yeah, my internet's good for a game of Tekken 7 without any lag. <laughs> that's, about, <laughs> that's about, that's how I kind of like judge it with that. Well, yeah. Isn't that what you want? Like fighting yeah. games, yeah, fighting I mean, games, fighting games uh, yeah. competitive multiplayer shooters. Yeah. Like, those are the ones where it's really going it really to... Matters, it's make yeah. or break. Like it has to be yeah. perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's pretty decent. But yeah, streaming and stuff isn't particularly great and everything. I mean, I've tried movies and everything. So yeah, I mean, it's great that they're giving, you know, people an option, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's good. So... I mean, I mean, it's exciting. Don't get me wrong. It's nice to see, you know, you know, things progressing in general. But yeah, I, I don't think everyone will probably embrace. Still it. a bit skeptical. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Bethesda isn't going to be embracing outside developers anymore mm. for their games. That is according to Todd Howard, owner of Excellent Leather Jackets, better than Mike Harridance's, <laughs> uh, and also man of. A wonderful 20-minute stand-up set as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he is a budding stand-up, and I'd love I'd love to buy his Christmas DVD. I'm sure he's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so he said that, yeah, he, uh, he kind of... I'm trying to think, where was it? Oh, it was with The Guardian. He was speaking to The Guardian. Yeah. And he said that Obsidian, the developer of New, New Vegas, Vegas, said they did a, quote, fabulous job on uh, the Fallout 3 sequel... This was spin-off, spin-off, yeah. Um, uh, but he also added that uh, Bethesda would be less likely to give one of their series off to another, a thir- an outside source. Yeah, um, yeah. He said, "Quote: I wouldn't say never, but now that our company is so big, it's always better to keep stuff internal. It becomes less likely." But I could never say never. I thought the Obsidian guys did a fabulous job. I like they like just at the end. Just to oh, yeah, reiterate, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know, like they did. They, did, they, did, they, did. <laughs> they, they were ex- they were excellent. Yes. But like we are yeah. massive now. Yeah. In, the last, yeah. in the last ten years, we have grown to a mammoth size. Yeah. So I think we're okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, not surprising, I guess. I mean, they are friggin' huge now, aren't they? Yeah. They uh, they've got multiple projects in the works, haven't they? They got like. Uh, Star, Star Starfield. I always feel mm-hmm. to say something else for some reason. Uh, Outer Scrolls um, Six, which is obviously a long way off. Uh, they got that Outer Scrolls. Is it Blades that they're working on? That mobile Blades, game? Yeah, oh, Blades, I yeah. totally yeah, forgot yeah, that yeah. was yeah. I've forgotten about <laughs> yeah, Blades. That, that kind of, well, I mean, when you've got Starfield in Outer Scrolls 6, you know, that something's got to get forget, forgotten about. Yeah, and, yeah. of course, Fallout 76 as well, which is obviously, mm-hmm. that's only a couple of months away. But, yeah, they got some, they got a lot of buns cooking in the oven. Have, mm. I, have I heard you talk about New Vegas in the office before, Josh? It's, I know you, you're into Fallout, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, New Vegas, I think, is my favourite one. That's what I, and I feel like a lot of people say that. I Yeah, 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 like, the, 
people that play it swear by it. Like I think it was better than three for me. Better, better, better place to run around in. Uh, better story. But then uh, I was never keen on the Liam Neeson dad story. Right, of three. Yeah. It was Theo. It was fine. But Ve- New Vegas was was interesting. It was gangstery and and like I would don't you, know. would you would you like to see Obsidian Obsidian being. All right, for whoever, whoever, whoever yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, bring in the new... T- I, th- I think they are hesitant because of the stuff that happened with Westworld. I ah. think that might be a little poke for them because it's like, yes. that's the danger of outsourcing, right? Yeah, well, it, it, what was their name? Behaviour, wasn't it? Behaviour, um, yeah. Like that they had them do Fallout Shelter in conjunction with Bethesda, then went off, did the Westworld game, and yeah. it's pretty fucking similar, similar. to Fallout Shelter. Yeah. <laughs> they said that, like, yeah, they were... So I, you have, like, uh, Bethesda trade secrets, industry secrets, and code, yeah. and... There was stuff about shared code, mm. which I think and they, they bugs, denied. And bugs that were in both bugs games. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I suppose so maybe you can understand little, it to a point. Yeah, probably just think, right, that's it. Plus, you know, we're gargantuan now, so mm-hmm. we'll, just, yeah. we'll just keep However, it in the family. even though they are so gargantuan, they don't want to make Morrowind remastered. No, they don't. I find this weird. So, again, this was, I think, in the same <laughs> interview with The Guardian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Todd Howard said, uh, quote, I'm happy that you can play Morrowind now on an Xbox One Mm. as it's backwards compatible. I'm really happy that Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo and others are making it easier for people to play older games as they were played at the time. I actually prefer that over Remastered. For Skyrim Remastered, we had done some work on it, but it was already pretty visually close. But for something like Morrowind, my personal preference is not to remaster it. I find that weird because Morrowind is... Uh, almost like the cult uh, favourite when it comes to Elder Scrolls. Y- yeah. Like it, yeah. a lot of people fall either on Skyrim or Oblivion. It's true. But then the people who are like, I'm a real fucking Elder Scrolls fan. Yeah, it's for me, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. I think it seems like it'd be easy money for th- well I say that, but you know, you never know it could be a very costly job. Well it was it was like it was Xbox um original. I was gonna say Xbox One. <laughs> um <laughs> Xbox two thousand and two. So um it would obviously be a, a lot a bigger like understanding. It would be yeah. from a it wouldn't be a remaster. It would be a ground from the ground up remake. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they've just got. I mean, it's funny we say obviously they are big. They can handle all these things, but they have got a lot of projects in development. So I'm guessing it's just one thing they just can't really be asked to do or whatever yeah. it is. I don't know. But you know, yeah. I mean, what? Yeah, as Cullen said, Morrowind is like a firm fan favorite. Yeah, and for it would sure. be cool. I mean, I bet it would look bloody awesome. I mean, you can imagine what it would look like with today's technology. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And people do want to... I think there is demand for it, definitely. But, yeah. Yeah, at the moment, obviously, like, they've got... Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online has got that Morrowind expansion, so yes. they're kind of, mm. that's kind of, like, the nearest you're going to get to seeing it, like, in, for lack of better term, modern Mar- graphic, yeah. <laughs> graphic I, I also quality. do... I do really like his... Um, he was so chilled, because, like, as much as I love them, like, right now, we're in a real like remaster era mm-hmm. like yeah. remasters remakes packaging up your nostalgia and giving it yeah, I love the, the the thing where he said if you want to play the original Fallout you can just relive it by playing it on PC right now I yeah. sort of thought like fair and enough I, yeah, I like I, that like, I can you know speaking as a guy who does play old games from time to yeah, time yeah yeah um, I do actually you know I I get that. I mean, I still play the older games on the console they were released on. You know, yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, there's certain there's a certain charm in that. You know, yeah, if you for, can sure. Get it. So, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Well, 
it's good that you have old games to play because some of the new games you're not allowed to play anymore, namely The Calling 2, <laughs> which was released last week and promptly taken off of Steam <laughs> also oh last week. Uh, developer Xaviant, <coughs> I'm going with, yep. rather than Xaviant. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they pulled The Calling 2 after... Like was it a, a day or two? Like it was very shortly after they actually I think launched. It was yeah. more. It was, was maybe it? five days. Was it? Yeah, yeah it I was feel more like it was like a week. Yeah, approaching and a then, week. Yeah, yeah, I think. But yeah, yeah. they they launched it and uh, fans weren't happy because it was shit basically. <laughs> uh, and yeah, within within a couple of days they were down to single figures. Oh really? Uh, in in oh, player count. Yeah. Oh my god. Similar yeah. to well, it didn't take days. I suppose it took months. What was the uh, lawbreakers? Um, or, oh, or, um, oh. or what was the other one? What was the one that um, Cliff Bozinski's crow did? Um, oh, oh, recently, oh, uh, the bike, oh, the um, the eighties. Uh, yeah. Um, oh God, yeah, I know. Radical heights. Radical heights. Yeah. So like, like again, similar to that. Uh, so yeah, they have pulled it, and now the developer has actually gone back to the original calling mm. and is going to make that better. Yeah, really, uh, which makes sense because when they launched the calling two months after they launched the calling, which had a bit of a following, like people enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I like the calling. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't PUBG popular, but no, it had a, it had a following. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And after two months, they said, "Right, we're going to make the calling too." Yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, kind and of shut down support for the original. Yeah, now they're. Was, fucking mad yeah. and they're making the original like free to play now yeah it's free so to it's, play so it's kind of like new one down yeah go back to the old one also any new people that want to jump in please jump in yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's gone free. back to um it's gone back to its um day one kind of build free yeah. to play and they're going to be iterating on it from hereafter and uh yeah obviously yeah Colin 2 is now dead <laughs> and they, they aren't they it's been they, cold they're yeah. very good Josh we're going <laughs> to take a sweet from the jar they're also giving refunds to those who Bought the calling too. Yeah, they are indeed. Yep. So I mean, fair play to them, I guess. I mean, no one. Re- I mean, I remember when uh, when the calling two was announced. You know, the reaction and stuff. No one really wanted it. Mm. You know, they were like, "Why did you abandon the first one? That was fine. You should have carried on with that. Mm. We don't want this." You know, and no one did want it. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, it seems that way. And you know what? Some other people don't want what, namely three four three industries. They don't want a battle royale mode in yeah. Halo Infinite. Yeah, they don't. Rejoice. We don't. <laughs> I, I, I love love this quote. Right. So on Halo's Mixer channel, Jeff Easterling, yeah, uh, of three four three. Oh, fame, this was brilliant. He was asked whether <laughs> the next Halo would uh, Halo Infinite would have battle royale mode. And I suppose many people watching were probably expecting, of course it will. Because Because everything does. (laughs) He said, I'll tell you right now, the only BR we're interested in is Battle Rifle. The original original BR. So calm yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That is apt. Brilliant. Uh, Drop the mic. (laughs) Which I enjoy because I feel like he then, I didn't see it, but I feel like he must have turned his hat back to front and skateboarded out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) I just enjoy, like... (laughs) But it's so good. The only BR we're interested in. What a dude. Yeah, Yeah. that's brilliant. Because it is getting Matt, I, I can't remember what it is. Mike, you'll probably remember. It was, I think, there was something last week where it was news that a new game doesn't have battle royale. Yeah. Like yeah. that was a news piece. Yeah. I can't remember what game it was, but I remember reading that, just thinking, "Wow, that's where we are now." You know? Yeah, because everything, obviously, Battlefield Five, Call of Duty, mm. Black Ops Four, and you obviously yeah, yeah. you've got 
PUBG and Fortnite, which are just like ruling, you know, well, Fortnite is like the most popular thing ever. I mean, bloody hell, they're playing it. My niece is going on about everyone playing it at her school, you know. Mm-hmm. In she hates school. It. Yeah, she hates it, of course, you know, because she's grown up with the games that I play, so she's got quality taste. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm sure Fortnite is great, but yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this maybe this is what you're talking about, actually, Josh, because Hangar 13 mm. is working on a, quote, surprising new IP that isn't a Battle Royale game. Um, <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love that, that they it. have to point, <laughs> point out that it isn't a Battle Royale yeah. game. Yeah. So, uh, in an interview with fandom, Hangar 13's Vice President Andy Wilson, he mentioned this new surprising IP, and he was asked if it would be a Battle Royale game, and he said, quote, that's not what we're really about. Mm. While narrative is sort of a a central pillar of our studio, I think you can expect us to not necessarily be in the same genre as Mafia 3. Maybe it will be single player, maybe it won't. The project we're working on right now is something that I think is incredibly unique, but also something that I think is going to appeal to a hell of a lot of people. So, Mm. I mean, vague as fuck, but also not... Also, like, quite explicit in it is not a battle royale. In fact, the yeah. only the only thing that we know is that, <clears throat> and I don't even know if we know that, but narrative. That's a central pillar. The new game will probably have narrative. Yeah. That's the <laughs> only thing. Everything else was a negative. <laughs> did, <laughs> maybe you, did you single, play maybe Mafia 3, Josh? Yeah, I played it, and I liked it. I really liked it, actually. Um... I the narrative was really really well done. Uh, the the like the way the story was told in flashbacks and court case, the, the court mm. hearing, the Vietnam War flashbacks and all that sort of stuff. I really really liked it. It was it wasn't really. It was a big departure from from Mafia and Mafia Two. Yeah. So, but I'm all for their narrative chops. Like they they have good writers. They know how to do it. They can tell a story really well. Are you surprised that they're not doing another Mafia then? <clears throat> out of interest. I sort of feel like I'm not that surprised, no, because I, I I think it's I think it's run its course because they did, you know, the sort of golden era 1930s with the original Mafia, mm. um, and then like Mafia Two was the sort of Goodfellas thing where it was like 50s, 60s, mm. like all in New York and stuff yeah. like that, and then Three was so different going down to New Orleans. I just sort of feel like it's because then where like where do you go that 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 GTA hasn't done that yeah, any number true. of things haven't done? So I sort of, I'm, I'm sort of all for that. It's like. Maybe I'm a little surprised. Maybe it would have been easy money for them to just do another Mafia. Because 3 did okay, didn't it? Like, it didn't... I think it did okay. It didn't yeah, do it amazingly like, well. Yeah. Like, the, if you think back, the, the marketing budget behind that was huge. Yes. Like, there was yeah. TV ads and billboards and... I I don't think it quite lived up to maybe yeah. what 2K were yeah, yeah. expecting. But, you know... Who knows? We may get a Mafia 4 down the line. Yeah, like, maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. It, it might happen. Just as we might get a Walking Dead game after The Walking Dead, the final season comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Why call it the final season then? So yeah. at San Diego Comic Con, uh, the creative director at Telltale Games, Kent Muddle, excellent name, yeah. uh, IGM was talking to him and asked that very question. They were like, is this the final season of The Walking Dead? Now, what would you expect him to say? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Call The Walking Dead the final season. Well, Model said, uh, which is maybe an appropriate surname, he said, quote, this season is the end of Clementine's journey. And that's uh, as much as I'll say on that. Yeah. I 
Why not call it something else then? I just <laughs> Yes, <Yeah>. although <laughs> can I take this opportunity to point out that Final Fantasy have been getting away with it Fair. egregiously yes. for years. And in fact, one of the games is called Final Fantasy Ten Two. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if you, if you really one of the games is also called Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. Thirteen Two. There you go. Yeah, so I mean, if point. they're getting away with it, maybe they just thought, well, look, we'll do what we want in that case. Fair, fair, I yeah. suppose. Uh, Mike, I know you're excited about uh, the Walking Dead, the final season. Yeah. Uh, um, you're I've, a fan of the series across the board. I, yeah. Well, the TV show and the games. I don't know about the comics. Uh, do you watch the TV show, Mike? Yeah, I watch the TV show and I play the games. I haven't read the comics though, which is probably a bad thing because they are the original, obviously, the source of everything. Yeah, um. and apparently much better than the TV show. Yeah, <laughs> which I gave up on. I stuck with that for a while, but you know what? Uh, where what, did you give what up? What turned you off then? Because uh, it was terrible. Okay, <laughs> okay well, what specifically it was turned tele- you off? It was bad television. <laughs> I I stuck through it with. Do you know when they went to the farm? And like yeah. that's some of the worst television you will ever watch. Yeah, I, everyone I stu- the farm. I yeah, stuck yeah. with it, right? Because I was like. No, it, it will get better. And it did a little bit when uh, there was the stuff with the governor. And I enjoyed yeah. it in fits and starts. And then I'm trying to remember what happened. Because then they introduced Dennis Wise and um, D'Angelo the wire from the wire and I was like alright alright cool I yeah, can, yeah. two familiar faces yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can enjoy this. But then it, I don't really know what it was. It, it just became tiresome because of mm. the fact that it's like, oh, the world is fucked. We'll kill the zombies. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. A safe haven then. with human beings. Run in. Excellent. I oh, you're fantastic. stand-up chaps. Oh, wait a minute. They're a bit dodgy, <laughs> dodgy. <aren't they? laughs> Oh, the real monsters are us. Ah. Oh. And it's just repeat over <laughs> yeah. and yeah, over and over and repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave up. On, well, no, I didn't give up. I watched season one of The Walking Dead, which I think is, what, six episodes? Yeah, because yes. that was because of the writer strike. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Similar to the Breaking Bad, they, that's only like seven episodes because yes. of the writer strike. Oh, is that time. why it was? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And well, yeah. I thought it was lovely. They were driving up. They found that facility. They all drove away in the Jeep, Bob Dylan on the soundtrack. Yeah. It all faded, it like whited out. And I thought, oh, it was a, it was a lovely little series, that. So <laughs> 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 you thought it was a mini series? I thought it was just like, yeah, I just thought, oh, that was, that was yeah, nice. That, that was nice, fine. like inconclusive ending. But like, yeah. I'm not begging for a conclusion because it's going to be the sort of stuff you're talking about now. It's all going to go mental. So if you, you were like, if you, happy? Yeah. Glad I watched the the guy from Teachers in a Teachers. put on an American accent. That was, yeah, that was good. and it was great. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, I was, well. <laughs> so you leave that memory in your head. Yes, I heard. <laughs> Uh, really, to be honest. Um, but, you know, I, I'm a fan of, uh, I suppose, like film companies and whatever, being able to produce things at a, at a quicker rate. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if it is good, because yeah. that helps them and whatever. Um, I see. So, I, how are you see, guys? Some, sometimes I do this, right? Sometimes, like, you'll learn this, right, Josh? All right. Sometimes I get so engrossed in the conversation, mm. I forget to have a little cheeky look at what's coming up. <laughs> and then I go, bollocks. How am I going li- to link this to what we've been talking about? And that's basically what's happened here because Guerrilla Games wants to produce games at a faster rate. Uh, nice. they, they were chatting to Perul.nl and uh, they said that they have hired out a new headquarters with five floors and it's all massive and all that and they're increasing the studio size from 250 to 400 uh, with space to record audio and motion capture 
and uh, Herman Hulst, who is the Guerrilla Games boss, yeah. he said that. So Horizon took um, five. No, sorry, took six, six and a half, six and a half years. years to make. Why me? And uh, he now, well, he wants to basically half that. And yeah. I suppose what yeah. better way to do that than by doubling your studio? Yeah, yeah, half yeah. the time. Doubling. It works. <laughs> yeah, 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 most definitely. Would Would either of you have a have any interest in a, a kill zone? Uh, like, I, I just say that because, like, if you if you have the development of a Horizon sequel, which will one hundred percent absolutely that's sold happen. very very well. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. W- w- what if maybe we use that extra three years to make a kill zone? Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. has the has the ship? Sailed. For me, it's kind of finished for Killzone. I sort of like, I liked it back in the day. I like a good shooter. Uh, although, actually, I guess now it'd be kind of now because, like, with a sort of return to good single player campaign shooters, you know, maybe yeah. kill, maybe it'd be quite nice to go back to Killzone. They could sort of join the ranks of like Wolfenstein and Doom. And yeah, you know. I think it'd be interesting. Actually, I joined Killzone quite late, so um, I wouldn't mind seeing another one. And like you said, considering what's happened. I mean, what was it? Two, yeah, it was 2013 Shadowfall, wasn't it? That yeah, was a PS4 yeah, launch yeah, game. Yeah. I mean, considering what's kind of like how the shooters we've got since then, like Doom and Wolfenstein and everything like that, I think it'd be interesting. Mm. Obviously, they'll be seeing what's been happening, and I think it'd be interesting to see how Killzone would look five, well, not five years later, obviously, a couple of years' time, you know, yeah, in 2019, yeah, yeah. 2020, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to a Killzone. Uh, and yeah. it may well have a Battle Royale mode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. It's, it's, yeah. Well, if it's this, all good stuff. I mean, in see, that's the problem, now, isn't it? Like, we'll see games in two, three years after the battle royale bubble has yeah, burst. Yeah. Still releasing battle royale games. Yeah. Because the jumping on not exactly at the right time, but you know, shit happens, I suppose. Which is sort of that sums up Crackdown Three, because this <laughs> has been coming out for a very 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 long time. However, it is out in February, and that is the end of it. Uh, according to anonymous sources that have told Eurogamer. Well, we thought that about The Walking Dead, but, you know. True, uh, very true. So yeah. uh, the most recent delay, as I said, is um, sources have told Eurogamer the final time the Microsoft is going to be pushing it back. Now, Phil Spencer also spoke to Eurogamer and uh, he about the... Crackdown 3 delay yeah. and he said quote I might be partially to blame on this one I'm a huge fan of Crackdown I played a lot of Crackdown 1 it's one of my favourite Xbox franchises <clears throat> earlier in the spring I got asked by somebody whether it was cancelled I said no the team has a date they know the date and they're shooting for it which was the date I had in my head and then I started playing the game and it didn't feel right to me I felt like the game needed more time to reach what I think of as Crackdown which I think should be a strong Xbox franchise uh, uh, that makes sense doesn't it, it- it, is, it, it does, yeah. cause it, it, like, yeah. and also, you know, you you uh, you need. I suppose you do need somebody to go look. This needs to come out. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I I get that, <laughs> and especially at a time when, which probably doesn't, which is funny, because like looking like. <laughs> From what I've seen of Crackdown 3, it's exactly what I think of when I think of Crackdown. Crackdown's always been that kind of like slightly rough around the edges, mm. renderware, kind of yeah. um, just sort of cheap and cheerful. Like, uh, uh, And from what I saw of like screenshots and stuff from, from Crackdown 3, I th- sort of thought, yeah, you know, more of the same. But he sounds like he wants like a big overhaul. I mean... Well, I think the thing is, the Xbox One 
drastically, as we all know, drastically needs big, massive exclusives. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. which, which is what I mean. Is they know it themselves. That's why they went yeah. out and bought five studios. Yeah, 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 uh, exactly. Yeah, because they were just like, look, we this is what we have to do. We have to throw money at the problem, mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll go away. And maybe it will. Like Crackdown does definitely have a. a more so from the first game yeah a strong following like I know a lot of people weren't entirely happy with the the sequel yeah sequel wasn't great first game was awesome we'll see like uh, maybe this might be a reboot of sorts I don't know or it could be a direct sequel you could say either or about uh, the most recent God of War as well Um, (laughs) because if it just just God of War Josh that's what they called it they didn't call it God of War 4 but it's not really a reboot I don't know. It's a tricky one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Sony Santa Monica, developer of God of War, has posted a job ad on their site looking for a concept artist to come up with designs for, quote, high quality characters, gods, creatures and props. Yeah. Uh, so what does everyone think? Because oh, what's f- his name? Corey. Corey. Bal- Balrog. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has previously said... Uh, like when he was making God of War, he was like, just him. He was yeah. one man. He did a great job, in fairness. <laughs> yeah. uh, when he was making God of War, he was like, this, I, I just want it to be the game. I don't want any DLC. I don't want anything. Yeah. Like it, this is when you buy the game, you get the game, you play the game, and that's the fucking game. Yay. However, yeah, old school. Like, if you play the game, yeah. Because I, I, that baffles me a little bit because. If you play the game without spoiling anything, mm. there are parts of a map sort of thing in the game that you never go to. This and is it, true. It, it's sort of, I don't know. It, it, it's like the game tells you this will be DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, yeah. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Yes. But everything they have said on it and you never is, know is like it won't be DLC do you, I always remember that little do you remember in Grand Theft Auto 5 they had that massive like dog racing track and casino that said like closed until first yes. and I always thought well that's definitely DLC right like a sort of Ballad of Gay Tony thing mm-hmm. set in the casino they were doing it weren't they were they they, they, were, they did announce uh, like early on I think maybe 2014 that sing, uh, they were making single player DLC oh, and of course that's a thing right. you know it got it got uh, uh, left on the cutting room floor because um, GTA Online just took off and uh, yeah, still yeah. is making a shit load of money for them. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, hello a minute. Why should we spend money making this one? This is just printing it by the bucket load. We're just yeah, making yeah. some, you know, expand this instead. Do you know what's a good way to make money, actually? It's Go just on. announce games. <laughs> just announce, like, I, do you know what? I might just announce a game and say, I'm making Halo 8, right? I'm skipping yeah. a couple of numbers. Fallout did it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm making Halo 8. But it, I'm not going to give you a date. But can no. you pre-order it, though, can uh, Well, you see, everywhere you can <laughs> bar Germany, right? <laughs> so I would hope that this may pressure some people into announcing their games when they have a date. Mm, that would be yeah. nice. So, uh, yeah, some, is it some or all? It is all, isn't it? Like, all retailers in Germany... Uh, yeah, know, on, yeah, it specifically says online on banning online retailers <clears> from <throat> um, offering pre-orders on games that haven't got a proper release date. Yeah, uh, which I think is just joyous. Yes, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like 
as I said, the like, yeah, The Last of Us Two, Mike is like that doesn't have a date. Yeah, there's that. No. Uh, Cyberpunk well, still doesn't. Yeah. Does Death it? Stranding. Oh, look, Cyberpunk will be up for about <laughs> seven yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Death Stranding doesn't have a date. Yeah, like, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. We could go on. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. but if you walk into most shops on the high street here, you're probably able to pre-order. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can. Yeah, and it is yeah. silly. Certainly, and on you know major online retail outlets as well, Amazon. Yeah, jeez, I I pre-ordered stuff on Amazon before, like where it's got, you know, there is no date. It's just like a, a pre-order page, yeah. and I've forgotten about it. And then I just get like I don't know, eighteen months later. Oh, your order is being packaged. <laughs> or what? I was like, oh, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Like yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I I'm not a major fan of pre-ordering anyway because it's like yeah, just when the, I I tell you the the only time. Or was it the only? I'd say the most recent time, because maybe it wasn't the only time. But one of the few times that I went into a shop and said, do you have this game that's out today? Mm. And they said, no, we don't actually. It was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. That's ah, one of the few okay. times in my life that I was like, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm on the fence. And then it was like launch day. And I was like, do you know what? Yes, I do want it actually. Yeah. And I went into the shop and they were like, yeah, we're sold out. Mm. Like it, it yeah, doesn't fucking good, happen. It doesn't that's why, happen like, now. Yeah. Pre-ordering is like, and know, especially with the digital stuff. Yeah, it's just killed it. You just, there's no need. You know, yeah, the only time I pre-order, and this isn't this isn't in a shop. It's um online. Is when I'm buying something, one of the collector's editions, because you know by the time the game actually goes on sale alongside those, they will sell out. They sell out really, really quickly. Yeah, if, I think if you're yeah. pre-ordering because you want yeah stuff like that you that, can't I get if this, you don't. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey friggin Medusa statue edition and whatever the hell that is going to be really popular so I pre-order that months in advance don't laugh is it gonna (laughs) yeah they do no believe what um, they do sell out prick puts that up on their mental piece (laughs) (laughs) fucking massive manky Medusa thing this prick To what we've been playing this week, as we bid adieu to uh, newsman Mike Carradine, who has gone back upstairs to hammer away at the news and all the stories of pre-ordering games, probably, Josh Wise, I want to talk to you about, I suppose you use the term loosely, a game, it's a game. It's a a, a mode. uh, It's uh, a gamelet. Yeah. It's a prologue. (laughs) (laughs) That <laughs> gamelet uh, that you only get if you pre-order Hitman Two, and yes. that of course is Hitman Sniper Assassin. Yes, uh, and it's so, brilliant. So yeah, you have been playing that. This I've been weekend. playing it loads. I've been playing it every night. I've been playing it over and over again to get every single little thing that I can out of it. So explain to me, a man who has played Hitman Sniper Assassin, but for the purposes of this, will pretend he hasn't. You have not. What, what <clears> is it? So. It's a, it's like a, it's a hitman mission. It's your stance, so you've got your target. However, you cannot move. You're rooted to the spot, and it's a very, very high up spot, and you have a view of the entire map and a big, fuck-off, powerful sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. Chaos ensues. <laughs> so you have your targets, but then it's, it's like a lovely fusion of, like, where's Wally and a mad little (laughs) spot the difference and like with crazy little puzzles and stuff and the more so every you know you you do your targets for the first time and it's kind of like do you remember when io were like they said like the reason that they went episodic for hitman 2016 Mm. was like they kind of said 
we've got data and we know that very few people ever get to the end of our games kind of yeah. thing. So we're going to do this so people can sort of... And the, the great thing about... Play the Sly... mission over and over. Over and, like and over again. This way, this time, and that way, the next killed time. Killed it. Whereas this is like the extreme version of that. It's like you literally you just hit restart again and again and again and the, the, the exact same stuff plays out before you. But you find new stuff out just by shooting things, mm-hmm. which is the best way to find stuff out. You know, so you can be, you can find there's little, there's little rubber ducks that are nestled away different places of the map. You can shoot pigeons. I spent about an hour last night just shooting shoot pigeons. pigeons. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? And it's amazing because it's it's in it's set. Uh, the mission is like a wedding, mm-hmm. so you can really fuck with people. Like you can fire the little box of doves to release the doves early before the bride and gets to the aisle and stuff like that. Or you can, you can smash the, the, the priest's little glass of wine and things like that. You could just, I love it because you can do your mission or you can completely fuck with people. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's the most fun I think I've had with Hitman, like maybe ever. Like, cause really? I think so. Cause the sniper, was it, was it Absolution? where the first sniper thing it was sni- hitman sniper challenge it was like if you yeah. pre-ordered that so that was where it started and then there was that ios game i was gonna say that was, yeah, just... was the mobile game yeah, yeah 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 and then this is kind of like yeah it's like a cross between hitman go which is like one of my very favorite hitman games Lo- yeah no I, i'm, I'm so with you good. i love the go games yeah I think they were fantastic so so good uh but like you know the amazing graphics of the main series and it's just a puzzle box. Mm-hmm. And that's all you fucking... Do. And, like, you can just do it over and over and again. Yeah, un- like, maybe I, I, an unpopular opinion, but I would happily sacrifice running around to just see the whole board. Like, <laughs> it, it is cool, as you say, because you have... Is it three different contracts? Yes, the so there's three people uh, who... Are, it's quite cool, actually. They're like a gang of thieves called the Yardbirds. And yes. you have to take out, like, three of them. And you have different uh the, the ones the things that you have are like you've got bullets that go through walls yes so you can I use that actually yeah, yeah. Bullets as well, yeah it's amazing but you also have the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen in hitman which is the shockwave bullets yeah so you can literally you can like flip people 10 feet into the air flip it and one of the best things about it is if you shoot someone in a particular way you can hide their body in like a fucking pond or something yeah. like that. So if you, you can shockwave someone like 50 feet into a pond and then Diana's like, good work, 47. <laughs> no one will see him in there. <laughs> it's like she knows. <laughs> yeah, and you can, like, isn't there, there's a sprinkler system that you can short yeah. circuit. Yeah, there's, like, yeah, there's all the usual Hitman the things. lights of, out and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and there is, I suppose as Hitman is, like it is a little pl- uh, little playground. Yeah. But, just one where you are rooted to the spot. You're rooted to the spot and, and all you do is look and see, which is, I think, really cool because at the end of the day, all the Hitman games ultimately are that. Like, for me, they've always been more about what you see and what you notice. Like, actually carrying the plan out, to me, is like a kind of afterthought. They've always been about, like, hanging back and watching for patterns and openings mm-hmm. and things. So this is, like, the ultimate realisation for that, I think, for me. It's like the, it's like so the you, ultimate. You think that this is the 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 best fun you've had with a Hitman game? Yeah, I think so. It's the purest, uh, easiest fun that then just gives way to, I think, just as much nuance and depth. Like, yeah, I think so. I, I, I'll stand by it. Yeah, an, yeah. I, I don't know where to go with that. What do you th- What do you I, think? I, no, I really enjoyed it. Like, I I gave it a go, and I I thought that, I suppose at first. 
when you're rooted to the spot, it does feel a little bit restrictive mm. because obviously in the normal Hitman games, you're not. You can run around. You can listen to conversations. Yeah. Uh, what are they called? The uh, opportunities. Opportunities, yeah. Thing comes up and you can follow different characters. But you can in this as well through your scope. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It allows you... And I, I do enjoy how... Um, yeah, like even just playing with your loadout and kind of jumping back in and yeah, yeah. trying different ways to, <clears throat> right, like, you know, uh, spot a character and go, they'll start there, they end up there. Yes, and, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of fi- finding the perfect uh, place to kill them. Yes. And like, yeah, like the point system, like what's, are you... Are oh, you, yeah, yeah, you can get You can get crazy. different points through our env- <clears throat> environmental kills or like, yeah, you get like, points um, for killing the bodyguards as well. Killing all the bodyguards and like mo- if you hit like a... Mo- one of the things I love is the distance means that hitting moving targets, you sort of aim just in front of them to gauge yes. how far they are away. It's so satisfying. Um, but yeah, part of the fun for me, I have to say, is because it's completely silent because you're so far away, mm. you can't hear what any of them are saying. But through your scope, you see what they do and the little pantomime gestures that they do. And you can make up your own little story now, <laughs> which was really cool because well, like one of my targets, I thought she was nursing quite a severe cocaine addiction. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because she kept scurrying off into little rooms by herself and I saw her like rubbing her face. So I was like, that's definitely cocaine. <laughs> definitely. And there was, I think the, I think the, uh, one of the other targets was, was embroiled in some sort of religious conspiracy, I'm pretty sure. And, like nice little papal scarf around him and he looked just like Donald Sutherland as Did well. It? Yeah, yeah. Load of stuff going on for the imaginative player. I maintain. Very imaginative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had so many little stories. In your head, Josh Stone's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a wild ride. <laughs> well, in Hitman Sniper, what's it called again? Sniper, Sniper Assassin. Assassin. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your your challenge is obviously to kill these people. Yeah, yeah. Um, in <laughs> a case of distrust, which was out in March and is on the PC, you still. You have uh, contracts and I suppose you must get to the bottom of something, mm. get to the bottom of your case. But you do that through conversation. You don't kill There's anybody. No killing. There's yeah. no gun placed in your hand. That's a tough sell. So a case of distrust, as I say, was out in PC back in March. And it is a noir 1920s detective story where you play as a lady who used to be working on the force, now isn't. And one morning... Uh, a guy uh, approaches you and says, look, I think someone is trying to kill me. Hmm. Uh, can you get to the bottom of this? This sounds really cool. I've it not really played is. this game and I really want to. Uh, so each scene, so you have like is it five or six different places you can go to. It's, it's an adventure game, basically. Oh, no. What, like sort of point and click style? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and you have five or six, eventually, destinations that you can go to. And when you go to one of these destinations, there is uh, a sort of a... There's like... Uh, uh, a block, like each place is sort of has a, a signifying block colour, be it pink, orange, oh, green, right, whatever. Right. And there are silhouettes then of items of interest and generally a person of interest. So each place will have yeah. a person that is stationed there as well. Yeah, yeah. And you can chat to them. You can, So you can click on the items of interest, which then will be noted in your notebook and you can talk to the person as well. And get statements off them. Oh, it sounds like on, Phoenix Wright uh, it's, with a little yeah, LA North sort of. Uh, and you, yeah, you can talk to them and basically find out their involvement in this case and if they can kind of point you in the right direction. And then you can accuse someone uh, of committing the crime. I'm trying to be vague. Uh, of committing the crime, and you need to find 
uh, a means of opportunity, motive, and what would the other thing be? I can't remember. Shame. But like mm. the the other thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, opportunity, motive, and means. I think is and it, means. It is. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, and it's a really, like, it's fucking oozes style. Oh, well, like, I'm it, all it, over that. It That's has cool. that sort of cool, jazzy type of soundtrack to it as well. Lovely. And each character that you chat to has a sort of, like, it's it's quite cliched, right? Yeah, yeah. It is quite cliched. And, but gloriously know, so. Yeah. yeah, and, like, the language used by the characters is very much, you know... That type of 1920s yeah. feel. Gumshoe. Sort of. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, but it, I, I really enjoy it. Like, yeah. I, I, like, probably the weakest character is maybe the main character, perhaps. That's always a bummer. Mm. Yeah. Who developed this game? Uh, ooh, see, Josh, you're not meant to ask me questions that I don't know the answer to. <laughs> uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I can only apologise. But <clears throat> it's a, a really, really cool game where there are sort of. Not, I don't know if I'd say well mini branching paths where yeah you have can ask someone this question that question now it does run into adventure game problems oh what crazy solutions to I stuff I think well I th- not even maybe crazy solutions but definitely once maybe twice I got like I, I got to a point where I was just uh, talking to another character and I right. knew there was like I've done everything I can I I, I clearly oh. I'm clearly missing a thing I don't know what it is yeah. so then you're just because you can choose what to talk to them about basically yeah. and you can kind of consult your notes and you can go I want to ask them about uh, the cup of tea that I saw on their desk whatever so you click on that <laughs> and you ask them and then you ask them about the stapler you saw on their desk yeah. and you ask them about the monitor and the oh, keyboard and, the, hell, yeah. and then it's so it does run into those issues. Those issues. So you where just have to kind of spam that to get through lots of stuff. You could sort of brute force like, it I, if you don't. I, yeah, like I wouldn't. Yeah, I had to do once or twice, maybe. Okay. But yeah. it did. It was a little bit of an annoyance. Worth the payoff, ultimately. Uh, yeah, I like think so. Yeah. Like okay. it's only about three hours or so. Oh, lovely. And uh, like I mean, yeah, I'd imagine you could play it on most PCs. It's not that <laughs> intensive, really. But yeah, really enjoyable oozes style. And I just I really liked it. I th- I think nice. if you yeah if you're into like the kind of L.A. noir sort of detective type story, I think you might be. Oh, I will trust in your recommendation. <laughs> yes. You were almost a Jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly listen? Let's go bowling. This is my favorite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Josh Wise, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop, and then give me said answer clue number one. Mm -hmm. My first appearance in a video game came in 1996. 1996. Oh, stop. Josh Wise. No, I have to take that back. I was going to say Michael Jordan for the Space Jam game, but he was already in Chaos in the Windy City. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Continue. How, how embarrassing. <laughs> Clue number two. I have appeared in 24 video games across a variety of different formats. Stop. 
Josh Wise. Chris Redfield. Incorrect. <laughs> Clue number three. I was designed to counter characters similar to myself that were considered very stereotypical. Ooh. Oh. Clue number four. Yeah. I was born in Europe and have even appeared in other media too, like comics and movies. Stop. Josh Wise. Blood Rain? Incorrect. Oh. Clue number five. My next game is set to be released later this year and will be the third game in my current series is, 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 reboot. What the hell is this? Can I ask what the franchise is? Well, can I guess at what the can't. franchise is? Can I, mean, I guess? Yeah, but you still won't get the but, answer. But you won't say you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I want to look. I'm looking for the character name, Josh. Come on, stop, Josh Wise. Jill Valentine. Incorrect. Damn. I'll go through the clues That's once more. My first appearance in a video game came in 1996. I've appeared in 24 video games across a variety of different formats. I was designed to counter characters similar to myself that were very stereotypical. Stop! Josh Wise. Lara Croft. And this week's winner oh, is Josh Wise. That took way too long. Congratulations, well, Josh. Thank you very much. Well, the third clue was a bit of a red herring. What was the really. third one? So let's go through the clues. Uh, my first appearance in a video game came in 1996. Obviously Tomb Raider. Yeah. Clue number two, I've appeared in 24 video games across a variety of different formats I mean the amount of Tomb Raider games that you yeah, just yeah. Go, what? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck was that? There was about five of them on like fucking Nokia 3210 or something <laughs> The end gauge uh, Clue number three I was designed to counter characters yeah. similar to myself that yeah. were very stereotypical so I didn't know this about Lara Croft Apparently, hmm. she was inspired by Tank Girl and Nina Cherry. Yeah, I knew the Tank Girl thing. I did not know the Nina Cherry thing. Because, yeah. uh, like, obviously, I mean, she didn't really counter. Like, she became. She then. She became... was the stereotype, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, clue number four I was born in Europe. I was thinking if I say England, it's a little bit yes. too obvious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and have even appeared in other media, too, like comics and movies, obviously. Fair. The most have you seen the most recent one? I the, have indeed. Is yes. It, is it alright? It's all right. Mm. It's all right. Mm. Alicia Vikander is really good. Mm. Uh, and clue number five, my next game is set to be released later this year and will be the third game in my current series is, is, is reboot. Obviously Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And yes, Lara uh, Croft. Yes. Well done, Josh Wise. What do I win? Uh my respect. Yes, at last. <laughs> Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You have the questions, theories, comments, and queries, and then you send said questions, theories, comments, and queries into us, the questions, theories, comments, and queries masters, <laughs> who are able to comment on those questions, theories, comments, and queries. It's handy. The process works, Josh. Don't question I it. wouldn't dare. Uh, so at any stage throughout the week, you can email us, podcast at videogamer.com, or on Tuesdays before we record the podcast, you can reply to the tweet sent out by at videogamer.com looking for your questions, theories, comments, and queries. So Alex from Scotland got in touch, and Alex said, Hello, gents. Keep up the good work on the podcast. Thank you, Alex. My question hmm. is, I just started Yakuza 0. Is there anything you wish you knew when starting Starting out this already fun game. Josh Wise, I know you are, thank Christ, a Yakuza fan. I am indeed. I'm playing the long game, and I have been with the last 
year or so uh-huh. since Yakuza came into my life. I converted yeah. Rich Walker. Oh, what was my, the one that my, did it for you? Zero. Zero yeah, was the one. Yeah, um, yeah. Mike Harrinens, I got him on board with Yakuza Zero. Nice. The website is slowly turning into We're getting there. Yakuza-er.com, yeah, yeah. which is good. <laughs> but yeah, is there anything that you would have liked to I would known? say, and it's not, it's, not like a, it's not a huge thing, but just because... Y- stick to the story until you get to Majima because you don't lose anything and then when you get to Majima you've got both places and you can more freely because I did loads and loads of side stuff straight away in Yakuza which is what I love doing so with Zero I think it was quite a while before I ended up getting to Sotenbori which I think is like Ah, even cool but even then it's like well if you like the side stuff you like the side stuff it's not I don't know what do you reckon I I had the opposite problem where I didn't. I didn't really know how good the side stuff in Yakuza was because in a lot of it's games, cracking. the side missions are just fodder. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I got through the Kiru bit relatively quickly. I mean, it is it is also quite tutorially, so you yeah. know, it takes a bit. That's but true. I didn't do loads of the side missions. Mm. So when I got to Majima, that's when I started doing. I was like, ah, and then went back uh, to Kiru. And, yes, yeah. Like, you see, well, you kind of did it, I guess, how I would do it then. Because, yeah, it's kind of tutorially stuff. It's, it takes its time a little bit in the beginning, right? Like it's... Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's not like a big thing. If yeah. you enjoy it, you enjoy it, you know. Uh, I'd say just play it at your pace. You play know? it at your own pace. There's a, a lot of the, the side activities as well to be like the pocket racing mm. uh, cars and stuff like that. The, obviously the... the um, what are the, the, little gl- the collectible shiny things? Maybe that would be some good advice. Cards. Yeah, the cards. Oh the no, cards. hang on. Are, they cards? are they the cards or the bugs or something? Was that? I get mixed up between Kiwami and Zero. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I think as well. it's cards for the insect thing. But anyway, yeah, I guess for, like be on guard for any shiny things from <laughs> from the moment you start. Don't miss any. Uh, let me find the name. Patrick got in touch. Patrick said, "Hi guys, love the show and all that preamble. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> love it, whatever. Uh, thanks, Patrick. Uh, a few weeks back, you talked about how the Ratchet and Clank film wasn't very good, and while I agree with you, I found that watching it made the structure of the PS4 game make so much more sense. The plot in the game is kind of a mess, <laughs> but that's because it's trying to hit the beats of the film. So my question is, what other times has this happened where a game doesn't really make sense until you watch another medium's interpretation of it? Cheers, Patrick. Patrick, thank you, Patrick. Well, mm-hmm. right off the top of my head, uh, Kingsclave. I was just yeah. Was like I a, think that that's was, the obvious. Is one. that like yeah? That's the biggest one. Is that the only one though? Well, like what was that? It was fifteen, wasn't it? Like Final Fantasy yeah, 15, fifteen starts after Kingsclave, isn't it? Yeah, and Kingsclave. Tells you about Tells you a lot about yeah. Final Fantasy of yeah. fifteen, and it, almost like I think any. Uh, any game that asks you to go away from the game is doing it wrong. Like I agree. the original Destiny with the Grimoire cards. Oh, yes. That was yes. basically, we have lore, <clears throat> but you're going to have to go to www. To, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's uh, not good. Just tell your story within the confines of your game. Agree. Yeah, totally. Um, and, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think King's oh, there the was, answer. Oh, there was. This is really nerdy, this. But I think if you pre-ordered which is something you'll know all about, San Andreas. Yes. You got the intro. Do you remember the intro? Mm. It was a short film that Rockstar made done in the cutscene engine, and it showed CJ in Liberty City, 
like carjacking someone. Yes. And yeah. it, it like all of the all of the key players that you meet in San Andreas, you see them like in the months leading up to San Andreas. It's only like eight. I think you probably get it on YouTube now, but yeah. that was cool. It wasn't like you obviously didn't like need it, need it, but it, it kind of made it a little bit better. Whereas I'd say with Kingsglaive, you, you actually need it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ross asks, what is your most regrettable purchase? I mean, he doesn't specifically say games. <laughs> so I do have a games one in my head, though. Yeah. On, Go on. On its release date, I bought two Move controllers and two, whatever they were. I think they were called Nav controllers. The nunchucks, basically. Oh. I, have it, I have it in my head that they were Nav controllers. That rings a bell. And yes. I bought sports champions I dropped <laughs> I dropped three figures on the move like because I was going this is this is the future this isn't is it this this is what video games fair enough this, is, this is where we're headed yeah early, well, early moves come through doesn't it like, move, move with the VR it's just sort of a little bit of you know I mean, yeah, but you like, were years ahead of I, your time <laughs> and I remember playing sports champions and going like Yes, it's all right. Yeah, I was like, yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> I genuinely don't know why I got wrapped up in the move stuff. No, I, I, I missed the boat completely on that. Same with with uh, with Connect, and I and I didn't have an Xbox One, so I ne- Connect never even became. All yeah. I I actually got an iToy. Do you remember the iToy? Yes, yeah. I got one of those bad boys back in the day. <laughs> Is that your most regrettable purchase? I think my most regrettable. Oh, yeah. I went out and bought Final Fantasy XII because I read the review mm-hmm. in like Edge magazine. I think they gave it a 10. And uh, I had never played a Final Fantasy before. And I, about five minutes in, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and I think I just... Five minutes. It was about five minutes and I didn't know what was going on. And the battle system was just an enigma machine and I just thought fuck this and I think I walked straight back to game the same day and traded it in for something else I was like no I regret that I am now reliably told that that is one of the better fu- that it, that is an amazing game and one of the, I'm ignorant to is 12 not the, I thought 12 was one of the poor ones because is that not mm. the one that takes 30 hours to like to to open up and become a Final Fantasy. I could be wrong. I'm not the it's, authority on Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's industry. the one where they had the gambit system. So it's not turn based. That you set all of your prerequisites, and then just as you just walk in the world, your characters fight people automatically. At like right due, because of what you've chosen of your pre things. And it, I think it was like a black sheep for a while, but now. The general, cause, and they remastered it like last year because people are looking back now and mm. thinking, actually, that was pretty hot shit. Same mm. as Twilight Princess. I think it was the black sheep for a little while. Mm. Uh, Binster asks, what's the largest animal you've ever seen? <laughs> Giraffe? Uh, I mean, I've seen an elephant, I suppose. Have you? I mean, that's a circus. Oh. <laughs> I, like, not in real life. I've never, I mean, if we're, if we're saying real life, yeah. probably just like a big uh, oh dog. God. Yeah. Horse. What's, um, cow. Uh, what's, what's your man, Josh? Beethoven. What are they called again? St. Bernard's. Oh, the St. Bernard's, yeah. right. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. I was like, my like, man. Huh? Are, like, they, have you ever seen a, like a proper St. Bernard, a big man? I have, and they, they are ridiculous. Are terrifying. Yeah, yeah, no, they are. They're running towards you. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I've seen. There's a big, there's a big whale that hangs 
I mean, he's not still alive. They're not yeah. hosing him down. In mm. the, is it natural history? Uh, big... I'm not accepting that. A dead animal, is this? Well, or a statue of an animal. Yeah. I've seen a dinosaur on telly. That's like. <laughs> I've seen Jurassic Park. I'm not accepting that as an answer. <laughs> okay. I th- Probably just a cow. Probably just a cow in a field. <laughs> <laughs> that probably edges a St. Bird. We need to get out more or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. We'll, we'll take a school tour to a safari. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Simon says, really, rather than asks, please confirm that all chocolate should be chilled in the fridge rather than eaten at room temperature. Even big solid fuckers like Yorkies. <laughs> this is controversial. What's, tell me your stance on this. My stance on this would be, for years, uh-huh. I would have said room temperature. Uh-huh. I am, I'm on board uh-huh. room temperature. Yeah. Now, I, I have changed... And look, people can change. People this can is change. this is proof. <laughs> we <laughs> proof can all change. Exactly. I would now prefer. What like did if it if for chocolate you? came into the house, I'd be like, put it into the fridge. Put it in the fridge. How? What's the, what? What was the? What was the big event? What I was don't the... really know. <laughs> the big event. What was? Yeah. What was the catalyst for uh, this? I think I just the the um like a friend just put it in the fridge. <laughs> And I was like, what are you doing? And they were like, it's nicer. And I was like, is this? It's and nicer. then I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fair. What do you, hang on, what do you do with ketchup? Oh, that's, well, Jesus Christ, this fucking, this question will haunt me until the day I die. <laughs> fucking hell. Are you a fridger? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Good, good, yeah, good stuff. Well done, I'm glad. Yeah, no, yeah. It, that tomato ketchup, tomato catsup. Catsup. To, to, tomato ketchup. Red sauce, it goes in the cupboard. Yeah. And that's yeah. the only place it goes. 100%. It yeah. is like, I, and these people with their, oh, well, it says, you know, best served chilled or whatever. <laughs> that, that, Fuck. Yeah. Off. I'm not accepting that. No, it's that goes in the cupboard. Like, yeah. Mm. Ketchup at room temperature. Yeah. No I question. would also, I would also chocolate at room temperature for me. Never been a fridger. Never been a fridger. Don't like it. It's too, it's too hard. It's too tough. Crack See, into it. I like a melty uh, chocolate. I like a soft. I'm, I I don't think I get on board with Not, a, a, you know, a Yorkie may Yorkies like a big you may fucker. lose a couple of teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I, I think a lot a lot of chocolate would. I don't know. It's just what about a flake? It's so delicate. I guess you'd need to fridge a flake. These these days, Josh, you definitely would. Whilst we live in the fucking Saharan desert. Yes, yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, uh, Will asks, does No Man's Sky next do enough to absolve Hello Games from their <coughs> shitty launch? Well, I think that that's quite difficult to answer because mm. we record this on the day the update No Man's Sky next comes out. However, mm. it does a bit, I suppose. Like, yeah, what have they added with this next multiplayer? Thing? Uh, uh, like in the. Um, oh, what was that called? There was an update last year, wasn't it? Yeah, so where, where you could see other people. You you could see like there was like a, they were represented via a floating orb or mm. something like that. Oh, yeah. And they added like the the was it like base building and they they yeah, fleshed yeah, it out. Yeah. But like this seems to be you know this is what No Man's Sky was always meant to be. Yeah. Now I don't know if they'll get around things like I, I don't know if they said much on that on like. Uh, the kind of the Lego weird creatures because that was a lot of people's oh, issue that like yes. it's procedurally generated which is why sometimes some of the animals look fucked yeah. some of the environments just looked weird yeah. because the game was just pulling on whatever Variables it had and yeah and... it was just kind of being a little bit muddled but uh, I don't know I mean for, I also think that like 
uh, maybe the question itself's a little bit like it was an underwhelming launch i think as sean murray just he talked up he pulled a molyneux didn't he like he just just talked up his game too much and he's clearly an excitable lovely chap and Mm -hmm. was excited to but uh, you know it's i don't think it's a terrible game i just think that there was some things missing so i I say it was like a shitty launch. It was a dis- I don't know. It was a disappointing launch, but I, th- yeah. I still think it was a decent game, though, right? Um, what do you? Yeah. What's your? Do you? Uh, did you have fun with it? Like, see, I didn't play loads of it. I was like, yeah, it's not really for me. I was okay. like, it was alright. Was it ever gonna be? Like in the run up to it, were you? Prob- yeah. Probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, looks pretty. Yeah, like you know. Yeah, yeah. And that was where my relationship with Norman <laughs> more or less ended. Uh, and Che says doesn't ask not really a question but i just want to say i love the podcast che we love you we love all of you all of our children we can't pick a favorite because you're all beautiful sexy intelligent (laughs) funny smart boys and girls so yeah thank you very much for listening to this episode of the video gamer podcast if you want a little bit more and to get this podcast a day earlier just head to patreon.com forward slash video gamer where you can do that for only $4.50 a month you yeah I guess you'll be getting an extra bit uh, on this podcast very shortly and you'll get uh, an extra podcast every Friday as well which we've new schedule so yeah do that and you'll hear podcasts where we shoot shit you'll hear a podcast on music you'll hear a podcast on film you'll hear a podcast on wrestling so yeah this week's one is Hitbox the wrestling one so do all of that uh, you can also what else can they do Josh they can rate and review us on iTunes only 7 stars this is your favourite podcast in the world obviously and you can follow us on Twitter I am at Conor underscore Hearn Mike Harridans who was here earlier is Michael Harrida 3 fucking that, <laughs> yeah that's what Mike is I think it's 3 I'm sure uh, and Josh on Twitter is at Joshy Wise. You can also follow Video Gamer on all of your relevant social networks, such as Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Video Gamer Common on YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash Video Gamer TV. But for all of your Video Gamer needs, just head to VideoGamer.com. And now it's time for my least favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show where we must bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Josh Wise. Goodbye, you lovely people. And say goodbye, Conor Mahern Sloan. Gaffold.